Hello and welcome. This is Ayana Lahi, and I am so very happy that you're here with all of us today in this week's episode of B1BU. We are diving into the theme hidden resistance. Why you hold on to control. What is control? It is a mechanism inside of us that holds us together. It keeps us feeling power. It helps us to feel that we are more than what we fear we are and what we fear we are not. We create control to hold ourselves together from falling apart, facing reality that's different than our own perceived perception and idea of what our reality is or what it should be. Where does control come from? Do you have control inside of you? Can you connect into something that you need to stay in control about? Maybe it's your feelings. Maybe it's a food craving. Maybe it's having to control your temper. The feelings of wanting to express yourself, but feeling as though there's no one really there to receive what you really feel. Perhaps you need to show up in a business situation occasionally, daily, that definitely sends the signal to you that you have to stay in control because everybody else is also. So what happens when you need to rely upon control? Your body has to shut down. There's no way to stay open and connected into your spiritual power, your real spiritual essence, the pure you, when you have to control a reaction, a response, your feelings, your perceptions, and you can't really be who you are. And so you create a simili, a double of yourself that represents you because it doesn't feel safe to be who you are. Where do you learn control? The controls that you go through, controlling your appetite, controlling your cravings, controlling your feelings, Controlling, controlling has to do with your original environment as a little kid and feeling that you had to be a certain way in order to get the attention, the recognition, the acknowledgement that you're really seeking, that you're really wanting. When you control a response you are wanting to prove yourself and to meet another person so they love you or at least like you. 
as an adult add to that scenario being wanted, being seen as valuable? When you were a little kid or older kid, teenager, or right now in your life, if you really spoke from the truth with inside of yourself, what would happen? Are you involved with people living in a family situation where if you spoke your truth, it would be more of a way to vent your feeling, your insight, than actually growing through your expression. Oftentimes, we go through the experience of wanting to be heard, wanting to give ourselves a voice. And so we say what we're feeling, not aware of how it's going to touch somebody or affect someone else. And it comes as a surprise. This oftentimes happens when you begin to work in yourself, beginning to awaken to your patterns and what creates your patterns and trying to open up the door, taking the lock off the door is the first step and then having the tools and the anchoring inside of your self in your human light matrix so that you can hold the frequency of who you are. And when you unlock the door without the tools, you can end up saying something that might hurt someone else and that you regret later because you've been holding something together. You've been holding a lot or something or everything in control. Do you find when you release your control that you get really angry and it's like you're a blow-up? We each have different ways of staying in control, and it also connects into your life lesson numerology-wise. Um, in numerology, your life lesson is the date that um, you were born on. So you add the month, say it's a number three, that's March, then you add the date that you're born, and then you add the whole year, the entire four digit, and you add the month plus the date together, that equals a number, and then you add up the year separately, and then you add that add up of the, the, the date of your year that you were born in uh, to the month and the day that you were born on. You add them together and you, let's say it, you add it up and it comes to uh, 21. And then you add the 2 plus 1 and that equals 3. So whatever number you get when you add up the day and the date of your birth plus the year that you're born in, 
then you add that um, number that those two aspects add up to to get your number that you are. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine are the main numbers of your life lessons, and then there are the master numbers 11, 22, 33, 44, and 55. Those are the main life lesson numbers. So why I'm bringing this up is that your life lesson ties in with how you stay in control. You may stay in control by holding your love in, holding back, shutting down your love, being rigid, and staying in control. And it's easy to learn about what each life lesson number means to you. If you have control issues, you want to get to really know what your life lesson in numerology is, and you definitely want to track it in yourself, through your body, of when you first had to hold things together and be in control of your feelings. Did you upset the apple cart in your family of origin by being too smart, by feeling not smart enough because of a parent's expectations? Were you expected to be more intellectual than you really are? That's a, a really big one, creatives being raised by parents who value as a priority your intellect, oftentimes shut down the power of their creative force and control that very deep life force energy. Your feminine power is shoved aside and shoved down, and then usually ends up through breakthrough in a really positive way or ends up needing an addictive behavior uh, through smoking weed, overusing alcohol, being controlling in a relationship, choosing a career where you feel important, you get acknowledged, because of the role that you have, you take on that identity. The way that you control goes back into your childhood and oftentimes begins in different past lives of having to stay in control to maintain your power, to maintain your identity, your role in your community, family. You over-identify with the role that you were playing. And then in this lifetime, you've got that sanskaric pattern, that deep ingrained groove in the matrix of your being that you have to unravel. Many times when you have a very controlling parent it's to help you step into your truth, into your true power. For me, when I say truth, it's not a dogma. It's not a belief system. It's the essence, the presence of who you truly are. You're living your truth. You know, your truth will set you free. 
So how you control yourself plays a huge dynamic, a huge part in how you show up in your life and ties into how you shut the door to spirit, to shutting the door to even feeling the presence of inner guides or one inner master who has you in training. For many of you who have a connection to an inner reality where you can sense and feel an inner being working with you, there are usually three at a time at the beginning. And the reason to understand the power of breaking through how you control, it's so that you can open up into the inner realms, the inner true reality where the interaction, the interplay, the inner dynamic of how the spiritual realms, those invisible realms that are the power of source are interconnecting with your human consciousness to support you to break through those patterns that keep you isolated from the true you, the truth in you, the source itself, because the source is always, always pulling you towards it. And sometimes you get kicked in the ass, and sometimes you have to let go of your control in order to move closer to source. I once had a meet up with a woman who was interested in working with me and I was very interested in working with her and we we did what I call just a, a discovery meetup. And she discovered in our conversation together that she wasn't ready to let go of control in order to move forward. She would have had to let go of her attachment to her religion that gave her a sense of power and a feeling of being in control of her relationship with herself and with source because through practicing the practices and practicing the the rituals of the religion it gave her a sense of identity and without that identity it was too frightening, but the fear wasn't even tangible. It was something that she knew in her head. And this is really common to have a fear of letting go of control. If that's what's up for you, I I want to invite you to honor the fear and find out what is going on inside what it gives you to stay in control. For most of us, it means that you don't have to feel the helplessness. For those of you who hold on to staying in control because as a kid you had to control your emotional body, Many of you had to shut down your emotional body to not upset a parent who was overly controlling. 
and needed and expected you to show up in a certain way to meet their criteria of who you should be to make them feel good about themselves as a parent. It's really common. Most parents have children for the child to make them feel better about themselves or to live out what they, the parent, could not fulfill or succeed and possibly all that they've had to sacrifice for having a child or children. That is a form of control. Most of us have gone through some form of control. And how does resistance tie into this? Why do you hold on to control when really what's going on is the hidden resistance? The hidden resistance is a grip to hang on, tighten up, the bolts that are keeping your heart shut. If you open in your heart, what would happen? You'd feel, you'd feel the pain. It always has to do with the pain that you'd have to realize that what you were being told was that you were being loved, but truly it wasn't pure love. It was conditional love based upon how you were responding to the parents or the family member or partner's expectations and needs out of their need to control. Control is passed down, multi-generational. It's an ancestral pattern. It also comes in, as I shared earlier, on the karmic level, right with you, reincarnating into this lifetime. So dealing with control really is an amazingly powerful part of yourself to understand so that you can move through it. And yeah, definitely can move through it. Because none of the human lower qualities are permanent. They are all in existence because of the resistance to have to feel the pain. Pain is part of being human. And all of us go through pain. And pain brings us closer to the source within us. The hidden resistance inside of yourself is how you stay in control. Pay attention to how you resist taking in information. All of us, all of us have that quality built in no matter how open-minded we are because we don't want to be changed as a kid. We don't want to change now. We want to be able to move forward on our own trajectory of who we are and who we came here to be. We can get stuck in doing it our own way. Once we face the light within us, turn to the divine within us, it cracks open those doors that are covering over our resistance. Many of us need to be proven that there really are spiritual realms. Those answers are given when we ask spirit to show us and to bring us closer to the source, to guide us. If you ask to be guided, you have to really pay attention and open your heart 
so that once the guidance starts happening, you feel it and you acknowledge it. Spirit stops when you just ignore it and you pretend you're still bigger than it. Spirit's way bigger than who we are. The spirit is that that flow, the surge of life force, power from the source. We grow spiritually and become one in the power of spirit. Spirit in ourselves become one. To get there, you have to face those hidden resistances and give yourself the opportunity each and every week to say, okay, I'm really ready to face this resistance. I'm going to listen more to my partner. I'm going to open the door to really changing my diet so that I can feel spirit moving in me, that flow, that God source, that impetus to empower you, to bring you deeper into life itself happens on the inside, or the resistance to giving up an addiction and seeing what holding on really does for you. What does it force you to stay in control? It's controlling the ego part of you that's keeping you down, keeping you down even though your ego is saying, I'm empowering you through this addiction. As you open to your own resistance, do it with love. Give yourself that space to receive the love that you are and to receive the love that's always pouring towards you, the source of all universal life, universal intelligence, the divine itself is moving in you, towards you, running to you, flowing to you, leaping, so that you are blessed by its grace, so that you are pulled into the heart of the one within you, the heart of the beloved that is inside of you, the heart of the oneness of source of God itself is inside of you. I'd love to invite you to check out my website, ayanalahi.com, I-A-N-A-L-A-H-I.com. Please sign up and receive the wonderful gifts that are there for you to step in to Spirit Gateways Institute at no charge. I've created a really exciting membership program, and I'd love to invite you to read about it on the website and check out the foundation course, which is the preliminary, very beginning place to begin your journey. It's only $7, and it's a very powerful course, and you get it at no charge with the membership program that is Evolutionary Empowerment. Thank you so very much for joining all of us here, holding you in deep, deep love. May you spend each and every day, each moment of every hour, holding unconditional love for you, love without expectations, love without projections of who you're supposed to be, to let go of the controls about how you love and begin by loving the part of you that's 
in the most pain and wrap your arms, your heart, your love around what has hurt. Holding you in deep love. Thanks so much for being here. This is Ayana Lahid.